we'll get back into the second half now of the Love One Session 14, January 29, 1981. I assume everybody's on the page, but here's the link again. This is the re-listened version. Uh, last week we finished the first half of Session 14 dealing uh, mainly with second density beings, uh, some review of Confederation aid, uh, the major high points 75,000 years ago, uh, with the transfer of souls from Mars 58,000 years ago, uh, regarding those of Mu or Lemuria 13,000 years ago in Atlantis, 11,000 years ago in Egypt, 3,500 years after that, or 7,500 years ago in South America. Uh, and so the Confederation has been here often, or they're still here. And <clears throat> we also covered something about pyramids, six balancing planetary balancing pyramids, and 52 others for healing and initiation. Uh, and then finally a discussion of George Van Tassel and his Integratron in the desert of Southern California or uh, Arizona, wherever that is, <clears throat> and ended on uh, question 1414, where Don was asking, uh, would there be any value to the people of the planet now to complete that machine, George Van Tassel's Integratron, and Ra's answer is very useful um, also for our consideration of what's really important now. And Ra said, the harvest is now. There is not at this time any reason to include among, along these distortions towards longevity, to include efforts along these distortions towards longevity. Meaning, there's not really any reason now to make further efforts seeking longevity, long life but rather <clears throat> to encourage distortions seeking towards or towards seeking the heart of self, meaning seeking um, what's really essential, the qualities of self-transformation or qualities of being, of reality, expressed in ourselves that support harvestability. They said for this, meaning the, develop the, the development of seeking, the seeking of the heart of self, for this which resides clearly in the violet ray energy field will determine the harvesting of each mind-body-spirit complex. And so the consequence or the product, the uh, result of our seeking the heart of self, which is really seeking love, seeking wisdom, seeking balance, which requires seeking healing, seeking truth, um, seeking to learn to accept ourselves, know yourself, forgive yourself, and then apply that to others. Uh, that seeking manifests in the violet ray energy field as a portion of, you know, as in the summary of our um, overall seven chakra development, and that will determine whether the person's harvested or not. Now, of course, most of the people reading this material are wanderers, and this harvest is not for wanderers, generally. So, meaning, this harvest is really about um, native 3D souls moving on out. Uh, and wanderers sometimes get confused about that and think, oh, uh, I worry if I'm going to graduate. But 
uh, they need not worry unless they've been doing real heavy negative action. So, uh, longevity, making a big deal to, for technology that, has, that gives us a 120-year lifespan, uh, that kind of effort is not important right now, according to Rock. So with the new material, we get into a discussion of planetary history and the cycle, the three major cycles of 25,000 years of the last 75,000 year master cycle, which was uh, is the uh, first cycle of 3D life on planet Earth. Here we are, the first cycle, the end of the first major or master cycle, 75,000 years, the end of the first 75,000 year third density soul evolutionary cycle on planet Earth. That's where we are today. So 1415, Don says, going back to the start of this 75,000 year period, there was the harvesting 25,000 years after the start, meaning 50,000 years ago, which would make it 50,000 years ago, I would assume. Can you tell me how many were harvested from our planet at that time? Ross said the harvest was none. Nobody from Lemuria graduated. Well, Don, again, there's no harvest. What about 25,000 years ago? Was there a harvest then? <clears throat> so... Now we're looking at uh, early Atlantean times, 25,000 years ago. Ross said, a harvesting began taking place in the latter portion as you measure time space of the second cycle. So between 50,000 and 25,000 years ago, a harvest began taking place in the latter portion of that cycle. Meaning, what, 25,000 years ago to 35,000 years ago, something like that with individuals finding the gateway to intelligent infinity, which is basically the activation of six, seven chakras, uh, six, seven, eight linkage, uh, by love, you know, uh, catalyzed by development of love. The harvest at that time, of that time, though extremely small, were those entities of extreme distortion towards service to the entities which now were to repeat the major cycle. These entities, therefore, remained in third density, although they could, at any moment present nexus, leave this density through use of intelligent infinity. So a few uh, subtle points are presented here. Harvestability, although in this case of a planet going three to four, third density activated souls moving into fourth density, although that requires primarily uh, heart chakra activation, not only, but primarily, still it is a matter of what Rock calls finding the gateway to intelligent infinity, which is eighth dimensional, accessed by activation of sixth chakra, the gateway to seven, intelligent infinity, opening to eight. Now, that energy linkage, six, seven, eight, uh, is itself catalyzed by sufficient development of heart chakra in balance with the development of the centers 135, which is the, the structure, the skeleton structure. Body, red ray, anchor, and survival, uh, adequate survival instinct, and healthy survival matter, uh, first ray. Third ray is uh, harmonized social relations, interpersonal dynamics, third ray, yellow. And fifth ray, communication, comprehension, a little bit of wisdom, uh, know yourself and knowing others. Uh, join to the fourth ray heart center development. 
which is again the lesson of third density to learn the ways of love that development then leads individuals to finding the gateway to intelligent infinity and harvesting being capable of harvesting to fourth density so <clears throat> at the latter portion of the second cycle about 25,000 years ago there were some entities of extreme service to other the you know Ra's language is definitely difficult they were those entities of extreme distortion towards service to the entities which now were to repeat the major cycle means they had a very strong uh, commitment and tendency towards service to other in particular those others who were repeating the major cycle meaning those others oh other humans who were not harvestable who were repeating the next 25,000 years which ends around now so <clears throat> repeating the cycle is not only repeating 75,000 years the master cycle but also repeating what's the major cycle of 25,000 years so repeating the cycle uh, is non-harvesting that's the mass of humanity today yet uh, 25,000 years ago where there was this group in fact they were in South America Ra talked about them later as the elder race and as an aside I believe mr. Eugene Debs socialist leader in the early 20th century was one of them Ra talked about st. Augustine or st. Francis of Assisi or something like that some of the Christian saints some of the people who are the souls some of the souls who became those Christian saints saint in quotes I don't know how saintly they were or not I don't know but <clears throat> some of those um, Ross said were of this elder race that 25,000 years ago could have harvested to fourth density positive chose not to because of their extreme desire to continue offering service to humanity that wasn't harvestable uh, and finally <clears throat> entities that are harvestable uh, remaining in third density could however at any moment in the present moment leave 3d by use of intelligent infinity now that doesn't mean that they're all white magicians it means that if if the conscious mind I assume if the conscious mind was truly committed to leaving now a higher self would grant that wish uh, and that's why some people die in their sleep uh, at a certain particular time you know there are certain people who kind of die on schedule uh, just when they they seem to be wanting to and they're not a mess uh, but somehow it just so happens that they leave it can happen that way that you know I mean there are many reasons but there, sometimes a spouse dies and the other spouse dies soon after uh, that could be seen possibly as uh, the person being qualified to choose the time of their death maybe maybe so there are cases and it happens then for somebody who's made this energy development they really can leave uh, but it would be done in coordination with higher self uh, let me read some more questions some more of this and then we'll go to questions 1417 so Don says then the harvest 25,000 years ago the entities who could have been harvested to fourth density remained here in service to the planetary population is it correct Ross said this is correct thus there was no harvest but there were harvestable entities who shall choose the manner of their entrance into fourth dimension 
meaning they can go with the planet into fourth density or they can stay reincarnating in third density with this soul group on another 3D planet if they wish. Don makes a summary statement here about Confederation aid and the planetary cycles, 1418. Then, for the last, see he just jumps around sometimes. Then, for the last 2300 years, um, meaning after the final Confederation contact about 2300 years ago, for the last 2300, year, 2300 years, you have been actively working to create as large a harvest as possible at the end of the total 75,000 year cycle. Can you state with respect to the Law of One why you do this, uh, a statement of your reasons for this? Which is, you know, very uh, fundamental question. Ra says, I speak for the social memory complex termed Ra. We came among you to aid you. Our service or efforts in service were perverted. Our desire then is to eliminate as far as possible the distortions caused by those misreading our information and guidance. The general cause of service such as the Confederation offers is that of the primal distortion of the Law of One, which is service. The one being of the creation is like unto a body, if you will accept this third density analogy, would we ignore a pain in the leg, a bruise upon the skin, a cut which is festering? No, there is no ignoring a call. We, the entities of sorrow, choose as our service the attempt to heal the sorrow, which we are calling analogous to the pains of a physical body complex distortion. So, a very important and poignant reply. Why are you helping humanity? <laughs> Why are you trying to help increase the harvest? First, Ra speaks for themselves and says, you know, speaking for Ra, as Ra, as our group from Venus, uh, the Venusian group, we're here, we came among you in the past to aid you, meaning we walked among you, offering to aid. But our efforts and service were perverted, perverted um, mainly by uh, those misreading our information and guidance. So, then Ra said, their desire then is to eliminate as far as possible the distortions that were caused by those misreading their information and guidance. That's the perverting of their efforts and service. However, they, of course, um, are responsible for their naivete and uh, lack of preparation and lack of homework having done and consultation having been made fully before uh, coming among us to aid us, or coming among humanity, not me, coming among humanity to aid humanity uh, in Atlantis and in Egypt, and later too, in South America also got perverted. So part of the, the reason, the specific reason actually that Ra is here, is a kind of karmic uh, responsibility. Uh, the, the metaphysical responsibility associated with the karma, with the perversion of their prior efforts in service. So they're seeking to eliminate as far as possible the distortions caused by the perversion of their service, which was caused by misreading their information. In general, all service, uh, the general help to humanity in various ways, is offered because of the, uh, the primal distortion of law of one called the law of service, or the fact that those beings 
who realize unity, that the one being of creation, or the one infinite creator, or the one infinite that is the creation, that manifests this creation as one being, one infinite being, is, like one body, uh, one being. It, you know, they are of the one body, of the one being, of creation. Also, knowing that, uh, the pain here is their pain. So a pain in the leg, a bruise in the skin, a cut which is festering. Uh, they don't ignore the call, they take care of themselves. So pain over there is pain on me. If I throw garbage on the ground, I'm throwing garbage on me. And if I bring love light to you, I'm bringing love light to me. Right? Imlakesh, I am another you. And so uh, a primal distortion, it is a distortion of the law of one, service is a distortion because it comes with some notion of duality, but it's a sense of self and other, action, non-action, decision, all of which are dualistic concepts or experiences, yet within the context of recognition of unity. It, this is one being, this is one body. Creation is one is a unified body of the one infinite being, which is me, which is you, which is all. One is all, all is one. That's the heart of the law of one teaching. That's the reality of unity, which is, in fact, infinity. So, this is, here we also see uh, another reference to the term brothers and sisters of sorrow. We, entities of sorrow, choose as our service an attempt to heal the sorrow, which is in mind, which is analogous to the pains of the physical body, of the one being, or the one body of creation, which is them too. What, what's interesting, which we can't go into so fully here, is that the reason that these souls on earth, uh, these 3D souls, the 98% who are not wanderers, uh, are repeating in 3D, and, will, and the harvest will be low, there are few to harvest, said Ra, the reason for that is that people ignore their own pain. They don't heal their own sorrow. They avoid their pain. They avoid their sorrow. They avoid their deep mind. They avoid the reality that's uncomfortable within themselves, within deep mind, uh, for various reasons. Thus, uh, live and die unhealed. Repeatedly living and dying unhealed, unself-healed, leads to uh, long-term uh, cycling in 3D. Uh, some questions about Ra. Uh, let's quick, quickly, any questions here in the group? Uh, I don't think that Earth's fourth density was anywhere near prepared for the um, transitional inhabitation even that we have now, 25,000 years ago. So I assume they would have to leave this planetary sphere, and that's why they didn't leave. <clears throat> you know, Ra said that, they, that an angel of light came to them, meaning a... Uh, an angelic, probably an archangelic, six-density angelic of the Logos, came to them and showed them the future of humanity and Earth, which at that time was well expected to be, uh, you know, Armageddon, World War III disaster time uh, at harvest now, at, at the final dimensional shift or harvesting of the cycle. And they all chose to stay. So, no, I think they probably would have gone to another 4D planet, positive, and that's why they didn't go. Because they didn't want to leave the uh, human, leave Earth humanity, uh, seeing what was coming.
And Ra had said that they were living 900-year lives. So that's pretty good. So they were they had extreme distortion towards surface to others, which means an extremely high developed um, heart um, purity in service to all. It I would say it's correct and not quite correct. It's correct we don't know anything about any civilization 25,000 years ago because, you know, it's a long time and the physical records are all disintegrated by now, if not under the ocean. That's true. What's not quite true or could be made more true is the fact that they've all been reincarnating among us since then. They're, They're not a... It's not like, you know, artifacts of the Mayan civilization and the souls of Maya are long gone. No, the souls of the group 25,000 years ago, which were only, I don't know how many, not not many, like a couple hundred or something. Yes, I think 150. So that is a small, tiny number. They've been reincarnating with the mass of humanity ever since. And that's why Ross said that some of them could be found in the church in positions of um, service, real service, um, in the last 2,000 years. Well, like Francis of Assisi or some of the saints, you know, you know, some of the male and female saints of history. Uh, again, I, I forgot, you know, I, 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 it's a couple of them. I don't remember if it was Francis of Assisi exactly, that, that person. I don't remember. But it was of some of those well-known historical church saints. A couple of them Ma mentioned. And, um... They're just reincarnating with everyone else, so that's where they are. That's all. Um, but yes, souls do separate. They really do. And uh, it's not very likely that any two souls in any one family now will be together for all of eternity after this lifetime. That is very unlikely. Uh, I think people don't... You see, we look at this with our current mind and thinking and feeling. So how we feel about it is a product of our current limited perceptions of the situation. After death, in a higher dimension, our perceptions of the reality of the situation, who you are, who he is, what the relationship is, uh, your comprehension is far greater than now. Therefore, your emotional feelings about it would be quite different than now. And that's what people don't seem to understand. And so, oh, just a second. So it's actually, the, the, the questions about South America are in um, session 22, seven, se- question 7 to question 15. And uh, Ross said, St. Augustine, St. Teresa, St. Francis of Assisi. But, um, uh, I don't want to go on long, but no, you probably will not be together for all of human, all of eternity. Uh, but how you'll look at it and how you'll feel about it when you're in the light of your greater being, when you your mind knows the situation in a far broader way than now, uh, multi-incarnationally, multi-dimensionally, uh, uh, you'll have a very different feeling about it than you do now. Yeah, that's a very insightful way of looking at it. I mean, 
you know, our lovers, our children, our friends that we pledged eternal fealty, loyalty to in our past lives, we totally have forgotten now. Oh, how disloyal. Right? How terrible. I pledged eternal fealty and love to my beloved, my beloved Z, my beloved <laughs> children, my beloved spouses, and, and friends, Z's, right? In many, many past lives, all of whom I totally forgot about right now. What a schmuck, what a schmuck I am. No, not really. Um, that's just the way it goes under the veil. So put that in your pipe and smoke it and uh, see, see what you think, you know? All right. Okay, um, so let's go on. And uh, 1419, Don asks a quick question. So Don was really jumping around a little bit, uh, but we're building knowledge. We're building a base here. You know, Don didn't question at this point, but later he did about brothers and sisters of sorrow or heal the sorrow. We are entities of sorrow responding to the call of uh, pained, pained and grieved, grievous, uh, grieved earth humanity. What density is Ra? Ra says, I am sixth density with a strong seeking towards seventh density. They're close. The harvest for us will be in only approximately two and one half million of your years. And it's our desire to be ready for harvest as it approaches in our space-time continuum. <clears throat> we can surely say that Ra's continuing efforts helping Earth humanity uh, as a, a member of the Confederation and the Brothers and Sisters of Sorrow at the Wanderers um, helps readjust um, their, a little, their, their subtle imbalance of love-wisdom, upping the wisdom particularly. And making mistakes is a great way of uh, developing wisdom. <laughs> it's the fastest way. You know? That's how we really know we really don't know, and we really know that it's important to know, and we really know that we really want to know, and we're really committed to knowing because we made a mistake with uh, inadequate wisdom. Thus, um, in the book 2150, great book, very recommended, 2150-2150, they don't use the term failure, but they use the term failure slash success. Every failure is a failure success because... Uh, it helps us uh, exhaust our um, repeated failures. The more failures you make, the closer you're getting to not to that time when you don't make a failure and you have success, and eventually don't make those failures anymore. So, uh, Ra's harvest is in two and a half million years, which is soon for sixth density, and um, that harvest approaches in their um, in their dimension. Uh, Don goes on, and are and you and you ready yourselves for harvest to seven through the best service you can provide. Is it correct? Rosset, this is correct. We offer the law of one, the solving of paradoxes, the balancing of love light and light love. Love and wisdom, uh, knowing and being. How long is one of your cycles? Our cy- one of our cycles computes to 750 million. Well, they said... Uh, yeah, there's some question here whether it was 750 million or 75 million of your years. I believe it's probably 
750 million, but uh, the incarnational, the, the, the dimensional cycles of a group or of a planet uh, are increasingly longer as we go from third density up. Interestingly, first density and second density are each very long. Third density is very, very short, 75,000 years. And in the higher dimensions, four, five, six, seven, the dimensional uh, cycle of a planet in those levels is much, much longer, and they get longer and longer. But again, time is very uh, fluid, and um, their incarnation, their lifespan is, you know, really millions of years, actually. And Rod said something like, the lifespan of developed fourth density entities is 90,000 years. So the uh, ETs that are uh, communicating with humans, any that are, you know, the ones that are working with the government that are Orion, and any that are doing channeling and talk about a, you know, 500-year, 2,000-year lifespan, they are junior members of fourth density because developed fourth density lifespan is about 90,000 years, I believe Ross said. So actually, okay, so it looks like it's 75 million uh, Ra has some problem with dating. Um, they're shy about their dating. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, they so they seem to be seventy-five million. So a six density cycle, at least according to this, seems to be seventy-five million years. And that was the end of that. And Don goes back to questioning about Ra's work on Earth. In your service, this is fourteen twenty-three. In your service, in giving the law of one. Do you work with any planets other than Earth at this time, or just Earth? Ross said, we work only with this planetary sphere at this time uh, before uh, their their activities on Earth. They have been working with other groups, other planets, and after they're finished with the Earth or Earth humanity or these repeating, repeating souls, they will be working on other planets too. Uh... Don goes on, you stated that you were called by 352,000 Earth entities. Does it mean that this number is the number who will understand and accept the law of one? Am I correct? That's a really subtle question. <clears throat> Rod said something like, the Confederation, its entirety, spectrum of complex, you know, social complexes, 456, is called by something like 650 million, something like that, 600 million, 650 million people which uh, to me indicates that 650 million or so of the total 7 billion, so that's, you know, almost 10%, has some 4th and 5th and 6th density or 4th and 5th, 6th chakra activation. Could be more, but uh, that's almost 10%. Meanwhile, those who are of 6th chakra activation sufficiently to be calling and heard by Ra is... Uh, you know, what, one, one, uh, one twentieth of that, or something like that, so, uh, less than one percent <laughs> are people who are activated six chakra, but in terms of the number that would, uh, understand and accept the law of one, that's not the same, Ross says, we cannot estimate the correctness of your statement, meaning that that whole 352,000 human people calling Ra will understand the law of one, will understand and accept it, 
we can't estimate the correctness of your statement for those who call are something something not in every case able to understand the answer to their calling so many people call and cannot make use of the answer the response moreover those who were not calling previously may with great trauma discover the answers to the call nearly simultaneously with their late call there is no time space in call meaning there's no issue of time. Therefore, we cannot estimate the number of your mind-body-spirit complexes which will, in your space-time continuum distortion, hear and understand. So, um, you know, there's a saying, many are called and few are chosen. Here we see something like, many call, but few comprehend. Uh, they can't really say because... Uh, not everyone who calls can understand the answer or the response to the calling. And those who have not been calling, who are not in that number, uh, may start calling and discover to the answers to their call uh, right away, as quickly, you know, simultaneous, nearly simultaneously with their late calling. Late means closer to dimensional shift. Interestingly, um, what may help them discover answers to their calling simultaneous to the calling is trauma great trauma what trauma the trauma of earth changes world war three uh increasing stress discomfort difficulty oppression uh negativity in the 3d global population as we approach dimensional shift and so that's the value of trauma which is awful and unpleasant Meanwhile, uh, it is a catalyst that often uh, facilitates people uh, learning <laughs> and, and listening and hearing and taking it to heart and um, developing themselves by greater truth. So, Ra said they really can't estimate the number of people, mind-body-spirit complexes, which will now, will in the future, hear and understand. More about raw service. Don says, how do you perform your normal service? How do you normally give the law of one? How have you normally given the law of one over the past 2300 years? Have you normally, the word normal is funny here, have you normally given this to earth people? Ross said, we have used channels such as this one, meaning Carla and the group, L and L group. We have used channels such as this one, but in most cases, the channels feel inspired by dreams and visions without being aware consciously of our identity or existence. This particular group has been accentuatedly trained to recognize such contact. This makes this group, to, this group able to be aware of a focal or vibrational source of information. So, we can think of Old Testament prophets or seers and visionaries of all groups, all religions, all races of the last 10,000 years, 5,000 years, 3,000 years. Some of those prophets and visionaries and seers were inspired by dreams and visions. Uh, some of those dreams and visions were uh, inspired by Ra or higher confederation groups. Yet then those human people, those helpers, were not aware consciously they were aware unconsciously at higher self, and in their deep mind they were aware consciously, 
but not consciously in the human body aware of Ra's identity or existence. They just felt, you know, they got a dream uh, vision from God or a dream uh, from the spirit world. So all sorts of different groups put it in their own terminology. But sometimes the inspiring source was Ra or Elder 60 groups or Elder Confederation groups. While, in particular, Ra, the L&L group, um, because of its uh, focused training, can recognize the contact, and that's a big deal, too. Uh, and that is a significant uh, advancement over the unconscious receivers uh, who don't know the source. L&L and Carla, the group, they were conscious, are conscious receivers who recognize the focal or vibrational source of information, meaning raw and higher dimensional uh, placement. 1426. When you contact the entities in their dreams and otherwise, these entities, I assume, have to be first seeking in the direction of the Law of One. Is this correct? Ra says this is correct. This is an interesting line of questioning. Uh, Ra says, for example, the entities of the nation of Egypt were in a state of pantheism. Pan is, is many theists, many gods, um, worshipping many gods, as many groups still do. For example, the entities of Egypt were in a state of pantheism, as you may call this distortion towards separate worship of various portions of the Creator. We were able to contact one whose orientation was towards the One. And that's Akhenaten. And that's about 3,500 years ago. And later, there'll be more discussion of Akhenaten, uh, the son of Amenophis III. And Akhenaten was a wanderer also. And that's a very special story. Uh, so because oh, the seeker um, has orientation towards the one, like Muhammad, uh, like Yeshua, uh, because of the orientation of the seeker towards the one or realizing unity or seeking unity, having a sense that all is one, then Ra can make contact. And that's why the number calling Ra is 352,000, not 650 million, because there are far fewer people who've developed six chakra adequately to be seeking with the orientation or the sense of unity. So, <clears throat> uh, then, 1427, more about the raw contact. Um, and actually, Don goes back to the issue of calling and trauma and the, uh, the development of mind so that uh, the caller can hear and understand receive and comprehend the response to the calling regarding trauma. Don says, the trauma, I'll assume this will, as the cycle ends, have some inconvenience, meaning there'll be more earth changes. There will be some entities who start seeking or get catalyzed, you might say, into seeking because of the trauma of the planetary condition, and will then maybe hear your words, though through possibly telepathy or written material such as we publish as this book. And there wasn't a question there, but he's sort of wondering, is that the case? Ross says, you're correct, uh, except in understanding that the inconveniences have begun. <laughs> Earth changes have begun. 
<clears throat> now, at one point, they actually said that um, it was January uh, 1981. I guess there was an earlier point. They said that these contact, the Earth changes, the inconveniences, they use the term inconveniences for Earth changes, they will end around 30 years, approximately 30 years from when the question was made, which was, I believe, uh, January, uh, January 1984. It was actually 1984 because it's <clears throat> supposed to have ended uh, this year, or, or 2011, sorry, maybe it was 1981. But uh, one of these sessions, we may have even gone over it, but I forgot. Ra said the inconveniences will end in approximately 30 years and fourth density will begin but that's not exactly necessarily the same as dimensional shift in the end of third density. But we really are about at the time of approaching the end of the Earth changes in the end of third density. And that's the real dimensional shift and the um, non-inhabitation of third density. But so Ra says, uh, yes, it's basically true that based on Earth changes or inconvenience, uh, some people who hadn't been seeking will have catalysis or feel catalyst to begin seeking because of the trauma and find answers. Uh, Don didn't question further on that here and jumped around a little bit with some other issues, other um, sources of spiritual teaching uh, to determine origin. This we can move through a little fast. 1428. Can you tell me who is responsible for transmitting the book Oaspe? which I've seen, and it's very wordy. Um, Ra said, in the 19th century, it's really old. This was transmitted by one of Confederation social memory complex status, whose idea, as offered to the Council, was to use some of the known physical history of your so-called religions or religious distortions of your cycle, meaning the last couple thousand years, or actually it, it's um, um, biblical, biblical um, history. Uh, in order to veil and partially unveil aspects or primal distortions of the Law of One. All names can be taken to be created for their vibrational characteristics, not literal. The information buried within has to do with a deeper understanding of love and light, and the attempts of infinite intelligence through many messengers to teach, learn those entities of your sphere. So I haven't read Oaspe in any detail. Obviously, it seems to be uh, a veiled and partially unveiled teaching uh, regarding or based on some of the known physical history of religion in the last several thousand years, mainly biblical, I think, and pertains to deeper understanding of love light and the attempts of uh, God, right, intelligent infinity or infinite intelligence, God or the deity, uh, to teach uh, humanity through the messengers through the ages. That's what Owaspe is about. And that kind of uh, inspired messengers, messengers of God, right? That has been happening uh, from the beginning of the third density cycle, and much more so in the last two or three thousand years. 1429, have there been any other books that you can name that are available for the purpose that have been given by the Confederation. Ross said, of course, we cannot share this information, for it would distort your discernment patterns in the future, but you may ask about a particular volume or book. So again, in Ra's view of wisdom, or their perspective in 
unity, their consciousness, their vision, love and wisdom, they will not give him what he wants. In this case, because they see or believe or know, it would distort his discernment patterns in the future. So, uh, a great teacher will refuse a student who's very sincere and true like Don. Sometimes. I'm not saying I'm a great teacher, <laughs> but I'm saying uh, people who say, ah, you're a bad guy because you didn't tell me, uh, that's foolish, that's folly, because actually uh, great beings many times don't give the student what they want, uh, but <laughs> if they're truly a great teacher, they'll give the student what they need. And sometimes what you need is the opposite of what you want. And uh, getting what you need from a great real teacher uh, is far more important than getting what you want. And we can actually look at our life and the events of our life as saying, I'm getting what I need, even though it may not be what I want. It may be caused by my folly, my distortion, or not. In fact, of course, we can say that the misfortune, the difficulty, the deficiencies, the things in my life that I hate uh, are uh, the karmic result of my choices, my decisions, my activity in body, speech, and mind, in thought, word, and deed, how I'm thinking, what I'm saying, what I'm doing. Sure, everything is created by me. You create your own reality. Yeah, indeed. So the misfortune, the pain, the suffering, the limitation, the deficiency, all the troubles I don't like, oh, I hate it, all made by me. We can say that that's exactly what I need, although it's not what I like. If we consider then with uh, heart-based truth, taking responsibility for the causes, for the creation of that which I don't like, don't want, uh, I may realize that it may just be what I need so that I can know myself better and um, be free of the patterns that make these these unpleasant conditions. If I made these unpleasant conditions, cause and effect, uh, fruit and seed, you reap what you sow or sow, you know, what I'm reaping I have sown, it is exactly what I need, although it's not what I want. Uh, so that I may understand myself better, in particular, why and how it is I created this, and how I may um, deal with it, and how I may change my mind, change this mind, change the mind stream, so as to plant better seeds next time, starting now. Uh, that's why, in fact, <laughs> trouble is what I need, not what I want. Uh, likewise, a great teacher gives what you need, not what you want, uh, and that perspective is useful. So, Don asks about your Rancho book. Uh, who gave that? Well, I said, this was given, so Ron knows everything, right? Well, I said, this was given by a series of disincarnate, discarnate entities of your own earth planes, the so-called inner planes, meaning up the astral plane, non-physical time-space, 3D non-physical, 3D time-space, this material is not passed by the council, <laughs> meaning uh, we didn't certify it, the Urantia book. I haven't read it either. Uh, but you can see, you know, there are positive entities on inner planes who are doing their thing too. How about Edgar Casey? Who spoke about who spoke through Edgar Casey? I said no entity spoke through Edgar Casey. Okay. 
So, good, Don follows up. Where did the information come from that Edgar Casey channel? Then, Ross said, We have explained before that in the intelligent infinity, that, or intelligent infinity, is brought into intelligent energy from eighth density of your octave, from eighth density or the octave, meaning the heart of the octave, the source of the octave being eighth density, the one vibratory sound complex called Edgar, Edgar Casey, use this gateway to view the present, which is not the continuum you experience, but the potential social memory complex of this planetary sphere. <clears throat> the term your peoples have used for this is the Akashic Record, or the Hall of Records. This is the last question, which you may now ask during that session. Now, <clears throat> just to, to um, explicate a bit the Casey answer, uh, nobody was talking to Edgar Casey. He was reading the Akashic Records, which is a, a portion of the astral plane that reflects the physical activity and um, mental activity to some degree of humanity historically. <clears throat> it's said that Akash, Akasha, Akasha, which is a Sanskrit term. I don't know the, the Sanskrit meaning. I don't have time to look it up now, but Akash, Akasha, Akashic record um, from the Sanskrit pertain, <clears throat> pertains to uh, a level of the astral plane, time, space, 3D, 3D time, space, uh, which naturally, like a reflective envelope, reflects and uh, captures <clears throat> in light, in a form of light, the uh, activity of humanity historically in activity and thought. Therefore, it can, <clears throat> it can be read for history. It can be <clears throat> read for, um, like, the understanding of herbs and healing, because it, it's not only earth humanity, it's earth, um, the data, you know, like uh, honeysuckle, <laughs> right? Honeysuckle flower. <clears throat> what the hell is honeysuckle flower? Well, somehow it's in the Akasha, that that particular flower has certain particular properties and health benefits or effects physiologically on the body regarding healing and cure uh, and being a helpful herbal supplement. So somehow <clears throat> the Akashic um, membrane or envelope, which is a which is a physical level, it's not a place. Maybe the you know there are records uh, in some uh, some kind of structures on the astral plane, like a library, where it's possible to read, like in the Star Trek episode. It was a, it was sort of li the library, in fact, where you can go anywhere uh, to any time period of any planet and experience that. The library is like the Hall of Records, but that's basically a structure, physical, like a building, which there are buildings on the upper, on the astral plane. Depends on where. Uh, that is a simply a thought construction building appearance housing access to uh, portions of Akasha, the Akashic record. And that's what Casey was reading. And <clears throat> it's very good on um, those matters that are not influenced by human thought and feeling, like the properties of herbs. Uh, however, any matter, including past, present, and future, including past and future, particularly, 
<clears throat> that, <clears throat> that are very affected by human thought and feeling are not accurately presented uh, in the Akasha because it's a very sensitive medium. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a substance. It, it's not a thing. It's not a place. It's a thing, but it's a, it's a type. It's a, it's a vibratory field of light love that actually has a reflective, um, kind of reflective impressionability, reflective property to the dynamics of the of first, second, third density life, physical, including plants, animals, and minerals, and their properties, including human thought and history, and uh, future tendencies, but to the extent that uh, any reading of the Akasha is um, in the domain of, under, of influence by human thought and feeling, it's not very reliable. And that's why Casey's predictions about the future have been wrong. Wrong up to now. Some may come true later, but his dating has been wrong. Meanwhile, his health readings are great. <clears throat> and that's because the properties of plants and animals and herbs and health issues is not susceptible to human uh, opinion. <laughs> whether you like it or not, and whether you want it or not, uh, doesn't affect the, uh, pl the properties of plants and health remedies. So that's a subtle and important understanding of Akasha. And then we have just two final questions, which is just shows uh, Don was asking about they always, he'll always say how to make the instrument more comfortable or help during transmission at the end of every session, helping to make Carla more comfortable. And um, Ross, you can see what a stickler for detail, Ross. They said this instrument, the importance, Ross said, we, we only reiterate the importance of alignment. This instrument is placed 0.2 degrees away from the direction of the resting place, which is correct. This may be eyed by sight and the instrument reminded um, and you're being conscientious. What they mean is uh, there is some um, uh, correct alignment or uh, I don't know when it says the instrument it normally means Carla. Uh, I don't know how you can say that she is placed 0.2 degrees away from the direction of the resting place uh, but they know what that means. And it just shows you that uh, precision was very important in the um, alignment of the objects uh, on the table uh, by Carla and her body and um, the setup for the session. And this, again, Ra said this is a narrow band transmission. <clears throat> and then Ra ends the session as always saying, I leave this instrument in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one creator, Adonai. And um, that's it for session 14. Again, before they ended, they said there are no mistakes. Don was asking, if, are we accomplishing our effort reasonably well? And Ra said, there are no mistakes. However, at one point, they did say that Yahweh was grievously mistaken, or their efforts were mistaken. So we can revisit that again. Uh, so that's it for session 14, and uh, you see we're getting more into uh, spiritual philosophy. Uh, session 15, we will um, 
move into further uh, discussion of um, the raw contact and raw a little bit and, and uh, aging on Earth. But mainly we go into service to others and balancing. And there's some very important, there's a key uh, statement by Ra or response 1512 regarding uh, the stages of healing, particularly uh, their essential rundown of the seven chakras. And this is very important. Uh, the seven chakras represent a non-subjective, um, <laughs> non-personal opinion, non-conceptual, but really quantitative, mathematical, but um, really an objective means of understanding self beyond um, some of the, the vagueness of language and um, personal uh, interpretation. The, uh, these seven centers are basically seven spheres or qualities of expansion of awareness from the bottom to the top, from the smallest to the biggest. And Ra explains the blockages of each one, the qualities of each one, and we can see a very, very clear progression in terms of expansion of awareness. And uh, when you know this well, and at least in my view, it's not necessary to um, find or make use of uh, other chakra systems, like 12 chakras, 49 chakras, 16 chakras, and all of that, which are all traditionless systems. In fact, they don't have traditions. They're just sort of developed by the channel or the thinker or the teacher um, of late. But the seven chakra system, hey, goes back 4,000 years. It goes back to the beginning of the Vedas in India, which is basically post-Atlantean. And guess who wrote the Vedas of India 4,000 years ago and more? Well, could be the guys from Atlantis who were in Tibet and came down after the fall of Atlantis. <clears throat> so, seven chakra system is very important. And so, session 15 is really important uh, to make the fundamental uh, ground clear uh, to to know the seven energy centers. Thank you for being in class. Thank you for being here. Thanks for the opportunity to speak. I appreciate it a lot. Take good care and good night.